0: Hey, this is Travis T-Bone Turner. We're here at the Tour 12 Podcast. Don't give your guide a knife for a tip. He probably has a knife because he's a guide. Kind of here he high. comes. Okay, that's the kind of stuff. <laughs> here he comes. He's coming in hot. Hey,
1: I'm Nick Mont from Bone Collector. You're listening to the Tour 12 Podcast. If you're one of these guys who carried horns around ATA, just leave them at home. Quit being an idiot. <laughs> yeah. So B does all of our modeling. He's the look good guy. I'm the face Definitely, I don't have a voice for radio. I'm the face for radio. I'm
2: the ugly here, dude. <laughs> you guys out there listening, you know, put your kids in front of this podcast. I mean, we're not going to get too crazy. You might want to put them to bed maybe a little bit later on, but <laughs> that's just that's just me talking.
3: But we'll get to arguing over schedules or, or man, you know, something that we Where disagree. We're gonna eat. Where are we going to go? Where are we going to
0: But at the end of it, we hunt together because and hang together just because we truly, truly enjoy each other's company. Well, it is
2: our job, and we have a platform, and by all means, we're flying the flag as much as we can. We, we need, we want to preach it to the everybody.
3: It's not for the elite. It's not for the rich. It's it's enjoyment Making for everybody. Making a
1: living doing something you absolutely love, what we call living your passion, you might actually be closer than you realize. It's actually what this whole podcast is built around, living your passion in three areas, business, leadership, and life.
0: I'm Michael Waddell, and you're listening to the Tour 12
1: Podcast. It is January Cody the producer man January 15th to be exact To be exact It probably won't air January 15th no, to be exact Because we
3: got like Two others in the queue Before this one But We, we are, are at on. Run and gun adventures And we've been running And gunning all day It's been a heck of a time dude. I ain't even had time To just take a nap <laughs> Dude I think in the last I'm gonna say Three days We've slept
1: maybe Six hours You're exaggerating <laughs> I don't know about that. Hey, all kidding aside, we are in South Texas. Kind of—is this considered South Texas, Daniel? I ain't
3: even introduced I'd you. I'd say yet,
2: South Central Texas. South Central Texas.
3: How do you call it Central though? Because when you look at the map, we are way down
2: here. I mean, we are kind central part about of a, Texas. We're by the We're way down here, as far as the United States, but we're Central Texas. I guess it's far sure. as from from Beaumont to Brownsville. I got you yeah, on the I'm coast. Tracking. This anyway. is the Gulf Coast region. Period. Nick Just is coming in it hot. <laughs>
0: Nick is the guy. I, that, what it is?
1: It is January, and it was like eighty-five today. I like it. Anyway, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we are here in the incredible lodge of Run and gun adventures. Appreciate that. I was kind of curious about the whole adventure thing. Like I said, like, why do they call it business adventure? And then I got down here. I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. I'm totally tracking after oh, less yeah. than 24 hours. I'm tracking.
2: No sleep and having a good time.
1: <laughs> and it's been a really good time. Anyway, we're here with Dan, both the owners, owner and co owner, founder, co owner, Daniel Nick, Running Gun Adventures. Fellas, great to have you on the show. You don't even know what show you're on right now. I have
2: no idea. I got a <laughs> headset and said, let's have some fun. Yeah, but you're here. <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: I think I'm, I may have mentioned, I can't remember. So, this whole podcast is built around the idea. Of living your passion from an occupational standpoint, and you guys are like doing that. Yeah, this is what you do. We we talked about like we were doing some filming down here, shooting some film, and and you guys talked about it for like. I mean, Daniel talked about it kind yeah. of, sort of, sort I of for like hours. Four Didn't hours last night. Hour before, but <laughs> I did a lot of talking. And he, got, <laughs> he eventually got a sentence out. What was that? You kept doing. What is I don't, that? Know what, That's I what don't even know doing. what I kept doing. Like, Can I, you do that again? <laughs> I don't know. Let me try it. Was that, That's was what that he about right? serious?
3: <laughs> That's I don't even what it. that sounds like. <sighs> That's what he was doing, though. I promise. I well, got it on film.
1: <laughs> anyway... We're da- we were shooting some film last night Just to catch the listeners up And it was rolling I'm talking about smooth sailing for, Through about four or five interviews com- Shooting commentary for a film And then we got to the founder <laughs> We fumbled
0: <laughs> <laughs> We went fumble. down
1: we here It was like every possession Yeah, <laughs> We fumbled Turned over every other play But we got through it um, I guess what, You got Anything you want to say about that? I'm glad it was I, over. I have, one,
3: I have one question for you. You, you gotta <laughs> yeah. ask Nick. No, what, God, I, what do we offer? <laughs> I think you asked that question probably. All I got out of it was, was chess. 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 Well, uh, yeah,
1: uh, yeah. So like listeners don't know what we're talking about. So we're we're shooting a brand film and Obviously when you're shooting a brand film, you want you to interview you talk, people. well and you just want to talk about what you offer. Yeah. And Daniel boy here Daniel Son struggling. Can I tell you Daniel Son and sure can just for tonight. Daniel's son here is like, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know what to say. And Nick's like what do we offer?
3: <laughs> I think I think the best thing to say or not I don't know if it's the best thing to say, but in your defense, Daniel, when you get in front of a camera camera, it's easy to choke up like that.
1: Yeah, but I, here's the deal, though. I, I'm gonna run with that because yeah. Yeah, but here's the deal. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm normally a good predictor of people. And you thought he was gonna be good? I totally missed it. I was like, <laughs> Daniel, go out. He's got this. Like, Everybody thought Daniel was gonna win. The him.
0: reason is because I he learned never stops talking. He talks nonstop <laughs> until the camera started
2: rolling. Then it was <laughs> then I just repeated like... the same thing over and over and over. Yeah, but it was good though. Kind of. Hey, the only good thing is I didn't say um a hundred. That was one thing I was worried about. The good
1: thing was you ended up getting through it, and it wasn't live. So it can be edited so that nobody Ad- that would know except true. for these listeners. Our true die-harders are going to be like, I want to
0: hang with and these And the people boys, that were there they- watching going, "What?" And we're introducing going on? a new sport, Gator Hawk kind <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about that, yeah. Nick? It's it's in the mix right now. It's like in the stages of development, but we really yeah. we don't know what it means yet. So Okay, so let's
1: backtrack for our listeners real quick, because a lot of people don't know even what we're talking about right now. Maybe you've heard of Run and Gun Adventures. Maybe you hadn't. Maybe you hadn't even heard of the Tour 12 podcast. I don't know. But my buddy Rusty calls one day, and he's like, hey, you need to talk to these guys, whatever. They're looking to do some things. And so we were like, okay. And he said, no, seriously, y'all can get along real good. Well, generally, Rusty talks a lot of crap. Like, I, my theory is, believe 50% of what he says, you're generally good. But when he says that, he's never been wrong on that one with person, people and relationships. And, and he told me, he's like, no, seriously, y'all can going to get along real good. And I was like, okay. So as we talked on the phone, whatever, yeah, worked out whatever we are going to do, and lo and behold, here we are. And I'm going to give it to you. Rusty's at the end of the table right now without a headset. He might call in later because so we need some call-ins.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, he was dead on, man. Yeah. We, we hadn't been here long. And I talk about this all the time. The, the beautiful thing about the hunting industry is the common bond of hunting. It's almost like you're distant family and don't even know it. When you get together with the right people, hunting is that common denominator that brings you together not every situation i'm not saying that but in a lot of situations it brings you together and you're like you feel like you've known each other forever you know and i already feel that to a certain extent you know and so anyway we've been down here i literally thought we were coming for the most part doing some duck hunting type things maybe a little fishing yeah i get we get down here today matt had been here a day before us matt which got a new nickname this week Let's we'll go ahead and throw it out there. Let's just, hear it. His nickname is now Dry Sausage. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that?
0: I don't have a headset. <laughs>
1: <I'm> a, <laughs> he can't defend himself. <laughs> <laughs> you can yell really loud and he'll pick up. So Matt gets a nickname. He's like, oh, I'm Matt. <laughs> so he'd already been down here doing duck hunt. Then we get here, and, and the first thing was a crane hunt, which was I'd never done. Yeah, that was pretty cool. As redneck as we are from Arkansas, I'd never done a crane well, hunt. Well, that's... I've never done. We don't illegal. really have cranes in Arkansas, do oh, we? Oh, we got some floating around, dude. I mean, they kind of look like pelicans, maybe, but they're <laughs> I, don't, the same. I don't think so in gross.
0: Arkansas they let them live. Yeah, <laughs> they're <laughs> too
1: good to eating. <laughs> well, and there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff goes on in Arkansas. <laughs> I'm sure it is here too. But anyway, we get down here, awesome hunt this morning. That was cool. And I'm thinking, okay, we're gonna go fishing down. Here. Oh no, 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 no! This is when running gun hit is. That's a great pig, Matt. Sorry, Matt's showing us some photography. That's a really good one. So, we do a crane hunt this morning, which ended up being awesome. Then, we barely had time for lunch, which was way more lunch than I'm used to eating. Dude, it was like a five-star dinner i'm just gonna be honest it was stupid like it was crazy people from Arkansas don't eat like Listen, that when, you
3: eat, when you eat lunch with heath you eat like
1: a bag of chips <laughs> they will tell you i don't eat <laughs> breakfast or lunch usually. or some and crackers get, and you eat little ham rounds or I'm something i'm on that intermittent fasting deal where you don't eat isn't that what it's called yeah skip meals till dinner or something <laughs> so we do that we get a quick bite to eat which is amazing and then we go for some upland hunting by the way, killed my first pheasants today. There you go. It, it was, was cool. cool. Yeah. Never thought it happened in Texas, but it happened. It was awesome. Then we didn't even have time for no brunch because Heath was full anyway, so it wouldn't matter. But head straight out to the water in the bay, and it was awesome, man. Your family, Daniel, got to be involved. Yeah. Your wife yeah. and your daughter. And so, anyway, we've talked a lot already. Let's get to the point of this conversation today. Is we're at Run and Gun Adventures, and I know some listeners want to hear, uh, as I mentioned before, this whole deal is built around living your passion and figuring out We've interviewed and talked with a lot of people that, I mean, how many people do you know that dream of being in the outdoor industry at some point form a, making a a living, and making if, a living? And not it. almost everybody, a lot. Everybody we know, for the most part, because we're just around a lot of hunters, and so you've been able to do that. Both, both of you guys together have been able to pull that off, and how long has it been now with running Gun Adventures <laughs> in operation?
2: Technically since uh, 2007, but the last, I'd say five, six years have been, we've really poured the gas, st- stomped on the gas, poured a, you know gas on the fire, whatever you want to call it, and and kind of gone all in, uh, combining the, the, we'd always done the bay fishing, then combining the waterfowl, and then just kind of letting it compound on itself and introduce the night vision hawk hunting. I haven't figured out this gator hog hunting thing that I've well, come you, up you with. made that up. Last I made night. that up last <laughs> night. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, it it kind of just grew on itself, and, and we kind of just kept, you know, let's add, let's add, let let's try to do it. We want to do it the right way. Uh, each each thing that we added, we didn't want it to water down the actual process or the experience or the atmosphere. And so that was was our biggest goal. And in the beginning was. We wanted to offer more and keep doing more because our area you can't do so much it's like a sportsman's paradise i yeah, mean you is. can you can fish you can waterfowl hunt you can night vision hawk hunt you know gator hunt we do the, the upland stuff as well and you can do it water or uh the fishing wise you can do it almost year round and so it, it really offers something for the true outdoorsman to do year-round or to do multiple things during the same time frame yeah so let's give our
1: listeners some, we'll, we'll go let me go to the end or not the end but where we're at currently and you can correct me if i'm wrong but somewhere that's so why i was told by rusty or you or somebody correct me if i'm wrong you run around a couple thousand hunters a year somewhere in that ballpark. Mm-hmm. is that correct yes sir okay so that's a lot from my perspective anyway yeah. that's a lot of people and so the question immediately arises for a lot of times for me and even listeners is, okay, so how did in the world did you guys get from an idea and a, a dream of maybe doing something similar to what you're doing to get from point A to, I'm going to say we're in point, I'm guessing, B or C right now of the alphabet. Because I know or just by listening to you guys, there's so much more mm-hmm. you're dreaming of and coming down the pipeline. But the immediate reaction for me is how do you get from... Just an idea and a dream of being in the hunting industry or whatever, running running an operation like you do. And 2,000 people, it just on average, whatever it is, that's a lot. If it's 1,000, that's a lot. But to me, 2,000 is a lot of people. And so let's backtrack now and go back to, we talked about this a little bit last night while we were filming. But just in, in chime in, either, either one of you were ever here, but how did you... Where did where did this come from? Running gun, you you got to give us the idea of where the name and all that <laughs> come from. That's a hilarious story, by the way. But just give us from a little bit of ground
2: zero to where we're at today. I mean, in all reality, from from ground zero, it was never. It, this wasn't even in the biggest of dreams. I mean, we I say we when I, when I first started it, it was I wanted to guide. And then obviously quickly Nick came on board and we always wanted it to grow, but there's which, I mean realistic dreams, things you think are actually you know completely obtainable, and then some things you're like, oh this would this would be really cool, this would be really cool. Uh and and early on we kind of found that we were onto to something because a lot of those things were like, Man, that would be really cool if it ever happened, it started to happen really, really fast. Um and you know, you hear the cliche of oh, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, but that—that's been the biggest, biggest attribute to it: the sleepless nights. I mean, we'd spend hours and hours on the phone, game planning. What should we do here? Pros and cons. Best case scenario. Worst case scenario. Okay, let's try to draw a line in the middle and realistic scenario, uh, and just. You know, everyone gives, you know, gets on to me about, oh, the vision, the vision. It was because we kind of had the same vision, and we knew that, and being able to put in that extra time and effort and energy, the 365 days a year, and then also having the supportive spouses to stand behind us and allow us and not be, you know, everyone's got a wife or a girlfriend or whatever and it's i'm sure there you probably argue more about your hunting and fishing if you're big into it than oh, anything yeah. else and the times you spend doing it and to literally if you're not in the in the industry or you don't aren't right in the middle of it and you hear nick and i talk hours and hours a night on the phone in the off season you're like y'all are saying the same thing over and (laughs) over and over and i'm like no that was this property yeah tomorrow night's this property tomorrow night's this property and we're going to game plan it and we're going to do this and what about this and what about that and we talk about it and then we circle back to it in two weeks and it's like y'all are saying the same thing and no we're not we're you know we're, we're we're game planning and so when you were having not to cut y'all but when you were having
1: those because i want to kind of take this as, as best we can step by step when you were talking about having you guys having these long conversations you graduated from a&m mm-hmm. correct from a&m or was this
2: during your college years was this post-college just post-college i was uh graduated when i started guiding um i actually was going into my last semester guided the summer before my last semester of fishing graduated um and then, kind of just hey let's see where this thing can go, yeah. and let's just kind of like just keep adding some some fuel to the fire and just see how basically how big can we get this fire and how how big can we get it um and it just kind of just once the fire kind of yeah, it just kind of snowballed and just kept growing and growing and growing, and we kept. I say we kept feeding it organically we weren't you know we, we were trying to do everything that we thought was was doing it the right way like you know getting the right people in the right place to be successful to basically way we, we looked at it was if i was paying for a trip what would i what would i expect out of it or what would i want out of it and, and feel like okay they did everything they possibly could yeah. to make it worth paying that money to go do um you know because there are some things you can't control and mother Nature's the biggest one but then you know you the biggest thing i harp is always control the controllables yeah you know and then let everything else kind of just fall into place and you know like I guess that now we're <clears throat> if we do you know we have the lodge and we have it's grown substantially a lot especially in the last five years but but what's fueled
0: the growth is just the passion i think that's what i see it's hard seeing it when you're a part of it but um Everybody around here from our guides to me and Daniel the passion's just like crazy for what we do. Would you say the passion
1: is even would to a certain extent has overridden the business plan yes, so to speak? we're here oh. because of the
0: passion. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt. I mean, yeah. it's hard to see it or even talk about it. You can talk about the vision, the business plans and all this, but it's right. the passion behind it. I mean, yeah. it's easy we start to see talk, that. Yeah, you start talking about business, it's not even numbers to us. It's like oh. Yeah, am want to go do this. <laughs> we yeah. want—I mean, that's how we offer the best product to our clients, and we don't even—I mean, we realize it, but we just love what we do. Yeah. And so,
1: so give us a little background on the on y'all's relationship. So, because you mentioned last night, you've been guiding a long time, long time since what did you say, sixteen, 16 years? Since old. My
2: first guided trip. Wow, yeah. that's crazy, man. Yeah. So, how, so how did you guys meet? So we met. Uh, Nick worked for another outfit, and we kind of just when we were in high school we were young we ran into each other different ways uh, through some mutual friends and the outfit he was running for always had guys in from out of state and Nick calls me hey man I need you to take care of these out of staters and I'm like what do you mean take care of these out of staters? Like, oh, they want something to do in the afternoon and they can't go to the bay or you know go you know, bay duck hunt or whatever we goose hunted them we're going to goose hunt them in the morning and I said oh, what how do I plan into this? <laughs> I, man, take them haul hunting. I'm like, Man, what do you mean take them haul the you know we don't haul hunt. like I would say most normal people haul hunting. you go sit in a stand a feeder goes off when they come out you shoot one I was like man we you know we do it a little different. oh no 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 I was telling them about it they're all in like, oh man you Sure. yeah 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 it'll be okay it'll be okay <laughs> all right well okay and so we, he sends these guys out here and say well, you know how are we gonna do this it's Like, hey man this is what we do we get in these woods we're gonna send one or two guys in with the dog they're gonna chase the hogs out and you know, y'all, y'all basically go get them yeah. <laughs> and how whatever whatever means necessary, and uh, run and gun, and that's how the name kind of <laughs> that is actually how the name came, yeah. and it and it stuck. Uh, but we started doing that, became really good friends, and you know, one thing kind of just led to another, and ten years down the road, it was or actually eleven now, I guess. Actually, that was even longer ago because that was yeah. back when we were well, eighteen, you had the nineteen for the hog, the deer and the fishing at the time and I was just ate up with the waterfowl. So and you didn't come in that background. I had like never that. waterfowl hunt I thought it was the craziest thing ever. Why would someone go get in the water when it's cold? When you can go get in into deer <laughs> blind that has no. a heater. <laughs> <laughs> like literally that was my thought process. I'd never done it and then he drug me out to do it and I was like, man, I kinda this is this is a little you know this is, I can, you know, kind of get in this a little bit. But it it was the 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 passion like what Nick was saying because that's what his is and, and even to this day there his passion and our guys passion is in the spreads in the duck blind finishing birds and in that whole experience but it's the passion of you know all that but we brought different variables too like
0: daniel i mean this guy at a young age when i met him i was always amazed he'd have coffee for the clients and cooler full of waters and beer for after the hunt and you know a young college kid I, I wasn't like that i wasn't at that standard at that age as a guide you know all i could think about is the, the kill but yeah. Daniel, you know and i don't know i think we just mesh really well together yeah that friendship yeah know. What we bring to the table, you should hear some of our knockdown
2: dragouts because we're different personalities <laughs> completely. Like it I is, but I would love works. to
0: hear like one
2: oh, great story. It, it gets, it it gets going. Jokes. But there's a there's a <laughs>
1: <underlying>, <laughs> there's an underlying principle here, though. Is like you're in business, partnerships are tough. There's no doubt yeah. about it. You're not always going to agree. So no. uh, when you guys have a disagreement from a business standpoint, how does it play out? Is it like knockdown we, drag we, out?
2: It's it's well, we aired we aired out. I mean, it's, hey, you say what you want to say. I'll say what I want to say. It may or may not get heated. We'll leave that there uh but but the thing is is that i'm gonna listen to what he has to say he's this i i have to say we're usually gonna get off the phone and then in 30 45 minutes we're gonna circle back after we've calmed down and and go to actually talking yeah. about it yeah and really go okay man i thought about what you heard you know or you said or hey man i never thought about it that way but once i calmed down i kind of did and you know i'm not saying every one of them's kissing makeup right but but at the end of the day you know we're partners and you know Nick worked God, I don't want to even word it like this worked for me for a handful of years before I said hey let's I, let, I want to run with this but I need you to make it work because you do have that passion for the actual hunting side. I thought I wasn't passionate but it was I was the It wasn't it, your strength It, it wasn't mine no mine wasn't in the field wasn't my strength on the waterfowl side and that was his and yeah. he knew it and he could train and, and he portrayed that to everybody and so i was like man this is like the the yin and the yang if we could just somehow mesh this together it could we could be onto something here and you know he he had to trust me too cuz i mean i wasn't we're the same age you know, and it's a whole lot to go in to be like, hey, you know, like I, I, yeah, I trust you. I mean, you're paying me, but like, there's a difference when you're like, hey, now I'm, I trust you on a whole another level now, yeah. and so it was really a bit, you know, I appreciated him, hey, you know, trusting me on in that aspect, but he also brought a ton to the table because he'd been doing it for so long on it on the side of the industry that I had really no knowledge of yeah except from the habitat side and it wasn't so much how to make waterfowl food it was habitat because I came from a farm and ranching background I just got yeah. to make habitat whatever that was right and so you know being able to merge what both of us were good at together um has been a big key in all this because I'm attention to detail and do the controllable things, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, whereas Nick's passion is, you know, how can we get underneath the next spin? You know, how can we make, you know, make the blinds more comfortable, but also still kill ducks yeah. and, you know, all of those things that, that wasn't my Expertise yeah. uh, that was his, and in you know bringing that to the table was was, was a part of the was some missing piece, yeah. Um, and and just you know, it just it, it we don't have enough time, really. which I mean, I guess we could. <laughs>
1: we could. <laughs> but, well, what I was gonna say is, I think in any successful business. It's, you learn that it's okay to disagree, but at the end of the day, you got each other's back. Oh, and yeah. We oh, got yeah. more respect yeah, for each other. Yeah, in this together. Yeah. That's the key to any success, in business, yeah. especially in a partnership.
0: And man. our best plans came out of big argument. Yeah. I mean, this lodge. What? I mean, you name it. Yeah. yeah we had some, yeah, we had some good know.
2: ones with the lodge from, let's do it for six people. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's do it for 12. Okay, no, Don't no, go there yet. So <laughs> yeah, <too early>.
1: before, <laughs> before you get there, take us back to the early days of... Not the lot, but I've heard some but, stories yeah. of rent houses and beach yeah, houses. Yeah, and- we've
2: done so. We were just cause we did it all. We did it all on our own. I mean, it was just us. Yeah, there was no. We didn't have any any backers. We didn't have anybody coming. Hey, I want to help. Nothing. It was. Yeah, no big investors. No investors. Neither. No anything. It was us. And uh, you know, we did. First, we did so a couple of rent houses up on the prairie. You know, during waterfowl season, and then I would work with some you know rent houses down in Matagorda and just try to like just basically get by survive and advance to the next next season you know do the best that I could with what we what our options were and I always I always flustered because nobody seemed to be as controlling of the controllables as I wanted it you know and so it was, I was like man if we were ever in control if we could ever do it now granted there's some things that I'm glad we weren't in control at that time because we'd have done it way wrong but that's all part of the growing process oh, yeah, but true. you know we went from you know rent houses and then we bought you know a beach house or a river rental basically a rental house that was hey the keys under the mat you know let yourself in cook your own food we'll meet you here and it was it optimal no but it was where we were at it was the best we could do at the time the best and i think our customers also saw that they also saw like hey no matter what we know when we're coming with them that they're always trying to improve one way or another uh sometimes in huge ways obviously from a rental house to the lodge now it's a that's a huge one sometimes it's it's smaller stuff it's you know, from sitting on dove stools in this area to sitting on, in you know, a in a bench, just there's always little things that we're trying to improve and, and improve the equation for their experience and go, hey, man, they're still trying. Even to adding more on the parking lot because, it, you know, when it rains, it's muddy. Just little things that we don't have to do, but we're trying to always let them know, like, hey, we're trying to push and push and push to get, to get better. Even if nobody's pushing us, we're going to keep pushing ourselves. Yeah. Um, and so it just... In the early days, too, with
0: not having the lodge and central location, it was so much about the the kill or the hunt. It right. had to be right. When you're putting guys in a hotel or a rental house, there's not much experience to that besides the hunt. Right. and mm-hmm. It put a lot of pressure on the guys, but, yeah. I mean, we had really good hunting and fishing to push All us set. where we need to be, but you know, now we're with the lodge. And stuff. Yeah. I don't think a lot it's of It's easier
3: to create that experience for yeah. them. Now. Yeah,
0: I mean you have a bad hunt, or like right now we're trying to hunt, it's 80 degrees in January. I mean, we're getting by, we're having some good stuff, but it's tough, Yeah, you know, but yeah. to it's come back optimal. to here, it's like, shh, this it's is okay. cool, you yeah, know. It's still yeah. good.
1: I, I don't think a lot of people realize like, I, I've thought about this, because I'm obviously not a guy, but we've got some great guide friends in the industry. A lot of Hunters don't realize the pressure guides have pressure. on you because it's your job it's to put
2: it, them on. Well, it's the way the it's best, the best way, way to describe way. it is: it's the client Super Bowl every day. Yeah, that's like, such a good way to put it. It is. It is legitimately. It's not like hey, I'm going we're gonna go hunting. Like it is legitimately. You're dealing with someone's Super Bowl every morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're gonna ask a ton of questions, and so it you know there's really. What was that, Matt? It was a hiccup or something. Matt's hiccuping <laughs> off the distance. Dry sausage. <laughs> Dry sausage is hiccuping <laughs> over there.
1: There's a story
2: behind that, by the way. And, and so, yeah, there is there is a ton of pressure. And it, I mean, and Nick knows it more than, than I do, obviously, because, you know, I got it, but then as most people think that I'm hunting fish every day, like, I mean, today was my, like, ninth day in the spread, <laughs> all waterfowl season. Yeah. You know, I just I don't get it. Now it's not that I'm not out there. Most of the time I'm watching the hunts from afar through binoculars and I'm scouting where everybody's hunting. But you know the amount of pressure. But I want that pressure on the guides in the sense that I want them to feel that because as soon as my guides aren't stressing yeah. about the hunt, then they've lost that fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know to 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 make it good. to make that happen. And and I think that's the thing because I mean whenever it is 85 degrees in January and there's soup fog and my guides are all like on conference calls with each other going all right what's the you know best plan here best plan here if we push these birds here if we do this and they're game planning and game planning for hours and hours to what's going to be the best situation we can put our clients in it's not that there's not birds it's just they're not hungry yeah but it's if they're like oh we're just going to do this well at that point you're like man then they and you I don't, don't work yeah. for running gun. Yeah, basically, you're gonna go somewhere else because <laughs> yeah. we want that. And not that I want my guys stressed out, but at the same time, like I, we want them always trying to make sure that they're dealing with the client Super Bowl every morning. Yeah,
1: I, I, for me personally, from a not such a guide standpoint, the closest thing I connected to Cody, you probably can too, but is taking my kid hunting. Oh yeah, you want it so much more for them. Like if I don't kill, it's okay. It's a hunt. I get it. But when I take a, a even my sixteen year old, like I feel that pressure, and I'm not a guy by any means. But when I take them, I, that's the closest thing I can relate it to. Because yeah. you guys have that They're around, and that's that's just the way I can relate it anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's a great analogy, I think. Yeah, well, sure. you because you've experienced it. Oh, Yeah, yeah. Like I'm way more on edge taking a kid hunting or one of my, my own children hunting mm-hmm. than I am if, if I'm just going hunting. Yeah. And you guys have it. I will say, just from a first hand experience, you guys have been phenomenal. In my little short time here already, I even watched your guys today on the boat talking. They're talking like we're, we're catching them over here. We caught a couple here. This one was really hungry. Yeah. He threw it out there and hammered it, and then he missed it, and then he come back again and nailed it. He was already talking to one of your guys. If you hear see anything over here, let me know. You know, yeah, yeah. it's like constant communication, and so I, you can just tell like what you're saying is so true from experience. What I experienced today in a short time, it's awesome, man, and and obviously on the podcast you can't see what we're sitting in right now but it's the first class operation thank you there's no doubt about it and when i ate that cheesecake last night it it, confirmed it did confirm everything more than what i thought i was getting into to be honest with you it was so good but um what what we've experienced at this point has been phenomenal it's been short on our on our side but you guys have so much to offer man like you ain't even listed it all yet other than mention the I'm gonna let Nick handle that I struggled with it last night good. <laughs> what,
3: what do you offer what do we offer we well, you not
1: even got into like dog training and, and we what? got to watch dogs work today and I'm like dude these it dogs are cool. legit like it was cool for me to see because my dog's an idiot and so i'm like look at this dog dude like my dog won't even get down when i say no this dog's like taking commands and all this stuff so what's the jump into that though on the dog side where did that that just get brought into like a few years into this or did you have a guy that said look i want to do this for you guys or did you already do it what did what did that process look like
0: that was actually the first thing I did before I started guiding really? dogs. Yeah, oh, wow. I started with a dog named Gunner. And did you do that? Like, like eight I was years fourteen old? years old. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what got me into the That's I, cool. Um, my uncle was a professional dog trainer. He took me on my first duck hunt. I was. Twelve, thirteen, 13 cold I saw that dog chattering and the frost coming off his mouth and I said I'm gonna train dogs and duck hunt for a living yeah. I was 13 years old I wow. said that's what I'm gonna yeah. do yeah. yeah wow so I got a dog and but yeah that we just it's been with the business since so wow. we and trained other that's people's dogs. that's yeah.
2: his that's his forte is is the dogs uh and he's yeah a magician with passion. them
1: that's awesome so so give us a little background so we we're jumping forward here, so at what point did this large conversation start coming about?
2: You said we' around eleven years or so we right yeah, now? yeah, we're so two thousand seven when when running gun technically started um you know we always a couple of years in started kicking it around you know it'd be great if we had our own place and then every year you know as we went through another season whether you know the prime fishing season or we went to another waterfowl season or man, mean it'd be great to have a place here man it'd be great to have a place here and be in charge be in charge and you know everything be you know revolved around if we were if we were if we had it at our control we would do this different or that different or whatever it may be some good obviously some probably weren't so good but we um and you know, we started kicking it around and based off the sizes of the parties that we had because at that point, it was really just me and Nick. And Nick was running the majority of the trips and I was, you know, booking because I was also in, in the oil field as well in sales. And so I was being pulled away. And so he was the basically and the real blood, sweat, and tears of it was was him. And so he's, you know, everything we based off was a six man party. Because that's usually the biggest you're gonna put in a spread and the most you can fit on a boat waiting. So everything was revolved around six. Yep. You know, multiples of six. And it you know, he was like, hey, let's, you know, let's build one for six and we'll do it, you know. And then it was, man, let's Let's do it for twelve. Oh, you're crazy! Why would we do twelve? That's you know, to this, to that. That's and I'm like, man, I know it'll grow. It'll Is that grow. Nick saying you're crazy.
0: All the time. Still to this day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I hey, give get- it to him. I mean my, he built I was like you're nuts. <laughs> it was like a build it and they'll come. We had no <laughs> We had we had nice no, no
2: backlog or anything of people that lodged. I mean we had the the rental house but it was a legit rent house. It wasn't yeah, a, a lot of people tell us, if You build a lodge, they'll come. I said they're their line. You, yeah. get you, you, know, you get a lot of people that say that. You know, you love people. Hey, you do this, I'll I'll come, or you know, you do it, I'll I'll do that, and it's like hey, they always say that, and then when it happens, you're like, where you at now? And it's oh, <laughs> uh, this happened. No, and, but it happened. And we and we had the rent house was we had a lot of clients that stayed there. But we also had a lot of just beach goers stay there. It was like whatever, just to, you know, right. we just wanted to you know, yeah. cash would yeah. obviously yeah. rent it. Something to pay for. It. And uh, so we went to I went to twelve. I didn't get much pushback when I went from let's build it for six, let's build it to twelve. <laughs> Big pushback came when I went from let's do it from 12. I, was, I mean, let's do <laughs> no, you, 24. No, 24. Four guides, four boats, four this, everything. Then it was four because multiple. Man, I think we can do it. And we set on that for, you know, four to six months. Were you married at this time when you were having yes. this conversation? have been married though. Yeah, I've been married. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay, so how did that go? She, she believed in the. I guess you wouldn't call it the vision, but it was still extremely scary because my wife's not a risk taker. I was always like the calculated number risk taker. Hey, if we do this, we do that. She was always the, I don't want debt. I don't want debt. And, um, so we're at 24 (laughs) and it sat there for, it sat there for a while. And then, I don't know, I just had this crazy, man, let's just stack it. We're going for 48. (laughs) And Nick goes you have absolutely lost your mind. I think we had a monster blow up. Like there's no way. That's too many. New partner at this time? Yeah, already. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and so he's, uh, he's dragging you down, hook lines. He's like, like, "That's
2: uh, just too much nah. debt." This, what are
0: you doing? Why we nah, I wasn't rockin'. worried about the debt. All the birds, ought to get fine. It was, was
2: like <laughs> we're we're rocking and rolling right along. Why are you worried? You know, I said no. I said, but I think it. You know, when I didn't know that our waterfowl side was going to grow as much, um, it it just it. I don't know. I just I didn't want to have to add on. I didn't want to do you know any extras. And um, I said, let's just you know, we'll just stack it. It will be fine. We'll just stack it and build it. They'll come. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll just put pressure on ourselves to make it happen. And um, after, it took a couple months of well between him and my wife, like convincing them, like, hey, this is a good idea. Right. I can I, I, I get y'all on board. And you know, finally, they're like, okay, like they're just starting to come around to it. And so we started, you know, we drew it out. We had been drawing it. We were just adding another room. We were adding another room. And then we were, well, listen, I get two stories now instead of just one.
0: <laughs> but two, um Daniel's in the oil field. I'm, some people don't know that, but we were taking a lot of oil field related client gotcha. hunting before the log. And, I mean, they. These sales reps told us all the time, God, if y'all just had a lodge like Somewhere where to be. they were fed, and were, you know, we'd bring you so many more people. Yeah, yeah, and and that's happened. That's yeah. most of our clientele is entertaining and yeah, uh, salesman.
1: Yeah. So, Dan, let me jump in your mind for a little bit because people, a lot of people battle this when making big business moves. Was there ever that thought in your mind of? what if this don't work the oh shit moment yeah like i'm, I'm taking <laughs> like i'm i'm putting my family my partner at this risk did that does that go through your mind or are you just it, one of them guys that's like it, this no it, it did
2: i mean it, it did cross my mind because it was so big yeah but at the same time i knew i just had a feeling of what we were building what what we were able to accomplish without having the one thing that was completely controllable yeah. You know, and I knew... Because you built it off of everything uncontrollable. We built it off everything uncontrollable in regards to... We were relying completely on Mother Nature. Yeah. Which is the most uncontrollable thing that we can deal with. Right. And so, I was like, man, if we could... The one little piece of the puzzle that... We're, it's not a little piece, but... Right. It's actually huge. But the one piece of the puzzle that we're missing is that controllable aspect that, you know, lodge atmosphere, the omniance, the the food, the, the staff, just that whole experience that we could control and i just knew that it was going. not in 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 saying that in a million years i would have never thought it would have taken off as fast as it did yeah i thought that the first x amount of years we were going to be like it's just please let's just survive and advance, advance survive and advance survive and advance and we came out of the gate really strong uh which like i said to a lot of clients that said oh if you build it We'll come, came. Yeah. Uh, but with that came a ton of learning curves uh, in regards to like, we'll just deal with this in a year or two when we get that busy. Well, then all of a sudden we were that busy and we were having to deal with it and we're like, oh my gosh, we're four months in and we're already dealing with this. I wasn't expecting you were, that. You were understaffed at that point. Way understaffed. Like, I mean, if you were getting honest, we hired our first lodge managers. I'm flying to a business deal with my wife on a layover flight and I'm interviewing on the phone because Nick's going into we're going into till season but I have to go to the deal with my wife and he we were just like hey for the first year we'll be lodge manager we'll do just check all. everybody and we'll just do it at camp I mean goddamn, we did it at a beach really? house it's I mean it's gonna be easy you know we'll just wing it and get you know <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll be for 48 people we'll, now though <laughs> we'll, we'll be fine you know we'll just wing it and it literally like the f- like opening weekend he, he's calling me like we're getting on the plane to go and he's calling dude we got to get somebody in here I'm like man what do you mean I've only literally been gone for three hours we need someone already <laughs> and he's like dude you don't understand there's like 30 people here they have a ton of questions and I need to go scout <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm so like, you that's so yeah. you he's like i have to go scout what do you mean to do with all these people and i'm like <laughs> uh what do you mean like it it just that and that was an oversight on our part majorly we just thought we'd always done it we'd always been their only main line of communication and contact we'll just keep being that person and we quickly realized that we needed other people and that was something that was a very it was a struggle for me because I'm a control freak I OCD like yeah. want my finger on it so that I know it's done right and and that was very very tough for me to relinquish that communication with the clients and that uh, but I had to there was it was too big too many moving pieces and I mean I would I was already gone a lot I would have been gone the whole time Uh, and so we we had a lot of growing I say a lot of growing because we had some growing pains that we just didn't think we were going to have to deal with for a couple years we dealt with in that first year that you know it I'm glad we had to because it meant we were busy but at the same time it's not it's not like we built this thing and we're like oh we got this one and two year backlog just ready to book it up it was we were just going to build it and just failure wasn't an option kind of a thing we're all in at that point did you you feel like you had quite a few repeat clients though
1: we had a lot of repeat clients make you at least help with that decision yeah what
3: what was your process in dealing with that demand in wanting to create you know know you want to create an experience with people so Uh when it became so much like that you know what was the process that you thought of to
2: to do that hiring the right people the right guides the people that saw and thought about it the same way we did Uh, you know that we felt like okay someone that's been coming like someone that's come with Nick and Nick can probably describe this a whole lot better but someone that's a client of Nick's and I say that whenever you know you get where you go with the same guy for a certain thing like I'm going with you know you're like I've got to report them you know no matter what hunt good or bad I'm going with that guy Mm -hmm. and so where you would be like where Nick's like hey I would send one of those clients with a Caleb Brush or a Fletcher Feldman or any of our other guys, like, hey, you, like you could literally talk that client into like, hey, I'm goose hunting just only. And so you're going with Fletcher on a duck hunt, you're going with Caleb on a duck hunt, whatever it may be, to where it's, they, you, we were confident in it enough to put, I say, our client, they were our clients, but like, you almost like you think of them as your client because they're coming with you. Yeah. But hiring the right people. And we haven't hired all the right people. I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. it never happens. But you try to. Yes. You, you try to, and and so that being said, I would say that would be and uh, in, in not watering the process down. You know, it's it's not a like like any any of the guys they're they're wanting to get under the next big spin. Yeah, it's not a oh let's not do that let's not do this. I mean. they're chasing the that's what gets them going yeah you can tell when you're out there with them I agree you know they're they're
3: more
1: frustrated if you're not seeing what we're looking for than we were
3: we killed several or we didn't I filmed but several of those cranes came down this morning and I was
1: like dude that's freaking awesome yeah we were liking cloud nine like
3: man I wish it had been so much better I was
0: like (laughs) Okay, we're good. We're good. Man. It's pretty good. Oh <laughs> well, no,
2: and that, but that's the that um, just it's that that edge, and it's like we want our our guys. You know, they like the easiest thing. I mean, the best way to describe it is what would you want the guy that you're paying to do? Yeah, you know, can you when you lay your head down at night, do you go, man, I got everything that I could possibly do prepared for tomorrow no matter the outcome tonight, but I'm ready Yeah, for the best that we back have to control. They're controlling what they, they can control yeah, and, outside of mother nature. And that's Preparation, the, scouting. that's the biggest thing is that when you look back on it the next day, go now there's sometimes you're like, man, I, they, mother nature got me. She won today. Yeah. But I don't, you know, you don't want them looking back going, man, if I'd have spent another 20 minutes on the road, or if I'd have came down that, if I'd have taken that right instead of that left or taking both of them and, you know, circle back or whatever it is and watched it, um, you know, and that's been the biggest thing is, is hiring the right people. And we have a great, great staff overall, but I mean, our guides have been, yeah. you know, they're they love it. I mean, this is what they want to do. Yeah. You
1: reference your staff just for, for reference for the audience, listening audience. What what is your stat? What does it look like right now? Because you got a lot of people running around here. Yeah, you know, and you got some phenomenal chefs, cooks, whatever you want to call them. Your, your uh, servers, yeah, yeah guys. No. It's like it's like a five star, dude. I mean, I like, appreciate no, that. It's, it's good, man. And so, like personnel though, wise, like so. You said eleven-ish years somewhere in there. From from you 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 two, how many people are operating here now? As far as this is their job.
2: Give or take twenty. <laughs> wow! Yeah, I mean, if you really add it all in, it's it's it's. We got eight full time guides. Uh, we got a full time only in house chef. He only cooks here. He's in charge of our entire menu, and we have who comes from a real, legit background.
1: By yeah. The way. I, oh I yeah. I learned about that the other night. I'm yeah.
2: Like, I mean, he, he's and we do tastings. We move. We move the menu. It, I mean, yeah. Our main entrees kind of say the same, but he plays with it. Uh, you know, like we. You know, just in the last month we pulled out the salad and added the soup because we're trying to make it cold yeah. we went that. we wanted to get cold outside and it just won't do it uh <laughs> You know, but we it, got Savannah. We got Savannah up in the office that handles all She's the calls, awesome. the you know, the calling in, the the bookings, and all the the paperwork because it's Jared. just it's a ton. Yeah, Jared, our our lodge manager, handles all the you know from when you first come in, getting getting you settled, getting all your you know bird tags done, all that your your itinerary, all that stuff planned out to down to our servers. Um, Mike, assistant Mike. trainer,
0: upland guide. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, it's awesome. yeah. awesome pretty cool today. Yeah. Was. And then we, you know, and then our servers, you know, come in for the meals and, and to help. And I mean, it's and our guides are young too. I don't yeah, know if
0: y'all, I have
2: noticed. What kind of what are they? That's just because we're old. They're not really our, We're just old. Our guides yeah, are from twenty to twenty six. Is our oldest one outside of Nick. Wow. No, and Kevin. Scott. Kevin and Scott are a little older. Yeah, if you're thirty-five around here, you're old. <laughs> yeah, you're the you're at the top. <laughs> so, I'm like no, grandpa, we like grandpa. We like grandpa's over. Yeah. It's cool uh, Almost. You know, and then there's some, you know, some learning things you get with youngsters. Oh yeah. But at the same time what they what they're they good they're good and what they lack in in some areas they make up with, you know, passion. piss and vinegar and passion, yeah. you know, and that that desire to that desire to want to be the next best, the next best, you know, yeah. um, and that's the, you know, crazy part of people ask me, what, what did you say in a LA late night, you know, thinking besides, you know, the habitat or this or that, or how to game plan. It's like, man, I had, had 20 people relying on us to make it. So, you know, they make it, yeah. you know, to put food on the table for their families too, you know, and that's, you know, something that I, Eleven years ago, you're like, "Hey, you're, you're gonna have a lot You're gonna have all these employees." All I'll be like, Man, "What? We're just, just hunting. We're, we're just hunting." hunting. Like, Next time you're in the spin, I'm trying to catch a big trout. Like, I don't. What <laughs> you mean? <laughs> you know. Uh, but it, you know, and it's been fun. It's been fun. I love yeah, up here. Like I love it. I
1: was gonna say you My can home. you can tell, man. It's it's such a from every personnel you have in this place. It's such a family feel, and when you walk in, it's like I don't even know how to, from a business model reference it other than like Chick Fil A on steroids
0: <laughs> because everybody references Chick Fil A hey, in the,
1: in the fast in the fast food industry. They're like they just they people know they're trained well, and you guys have done a phenomenal job with the way you've. I'm assuming you've had some business meetings, some long vision, true. Oh, Nick. Yeah,
3: <laughs>
1: a lot of vision, vision statements, vision statements, or whatever. But that that goes back to your strength, though. If That's attention no, to detail and what good. you do. You know, the the proofs in the pudding, so to speak. What you have here is because of the work ethic you guys have and put in, and the passion behind why you do what you do. Which all comes back to what we all love: the outdoors and hunting. And this has created that avenue for you guys to literally. Occupationally, live your passion. You know? Oh yeah! And there's nothing better than that. It's like the old saying. You know, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Yeah. There's a lot of truth in that. There's there's a little bit of falsity in that, a little bit because you're going to
0: work. Yeah. No doubt about you're it. You're going to work, but but I really you love. don't think I wake up to go I, to work? We're the yeah, same way. I really don't. Yeah. I'm like this is where I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. You do it that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So so we're in this lodge and. Just for perspective for our listeners, well, how,
2: what is you said it's it sleeps forty eight, but it's actually like sleeps fifty four. Right? Yeah, we uh so we built it for forty eight <laughs> with uh, like a master room for you know either Nick and his wife or mine. My, my wife to stay whenever we're here, Right. or if we need to crash in the night don't can't go home. We have a you know a big group in here, something we need to stay up here for. And we had actually converted that room to a ninth room. I mean, like six or eight months in, we were already like having to like. We we needed that extra space. And I say needed the extra space. We need we needed the extra room to, be able to put people in it. Um, and yeah, so it's, it's twelve thousand square foot. It uh, sleeps fifty four, and that's fifty four beds, full beds, not singles, not bunking up together. But like, I mean, they're bunk beds, but it's fifty four full size beds. Full size yeah. beds. Uh, you know, each room's got its own. You know, full bathroom. Got a you know mudroom. Um, got two. Huge porches, uh, yeah. two acre stock bass oh, pond. Uh, you know, you can watch the guy, the dog trainers train on site whenever they're training here. Sometimes they're training off site. They'll, you know, hook the dog trailer up and go off site. We've got a. The five hundred acres across the road that we have uh least. Got a skeet ranger. Yeah, I call, I call it a skeet range. It's got no, it s five stand. It's a five stand. Yeah. uh that I mean you just get on a ranger and you're shooting skeet in three or four minutes. Same way with our upland bird hunt. You know, y'all went on it today with us. Yeah. Uh you know, we got an eighteen hole golf course as our other neighbor to the west you can be parking lot to parking lots like four minutes wow so you know for whatever people want to do and that's and we got a private airport not our but the municipal airport for bay city is 12 minutes away yeah you know so there's very it's very very accommodating we're an hour and a half from downtown houston you, know, you can fly into any of the two major airports there and yeah. i mean you're here in an hour and a half and you can really do something here 12 months out of yeah, the year i was to say like nick reference it today and last night as well but it
1: says a lot about the area you guys are stationed in here as far as the wildlife the game is there ever like a fear when as you continue to grow this thing you're already operating 12 months out of here obviously you got a lot of different avenues that you're sending clients whether it's fishing or gators or dog training whatever you name it there's a lot of them but does that ever cross your mind like Are you always having to continuously look for new ground from a wildlife perspective to be able to accommodate this type of business? Or is it just, it's just that good? Like, is it not even a concern you know you can find more within a reasonable... No, everything's
0: extremely talked about, planned, rotated. How many can we run? We don't overbook our ponds. It's, no, you can't just overhunt everything yeah. it's, it's very good it's, it's a very
2: it's strategic a- planned out like there will be m- hours <laughs> hours and hours and weeks of discussion that me and him will have and that some of our other guys have between themselves and then like this off season we'll pull all the numbers from every property, from every pond, what was ran, when it was ran, what time frame it was ran. And we'll go back to our projection that we make every year in the summer or the late summer before we actually start pumping water on what we wanna run but compared to what we know we're gonna be what we know we're gonna have on each one of our farms, what our projected Number of hunts are going to be for that pond, and we put it out there like we write it all out so that then once season's over, we can go back and go, Okay, we did or didn't hit that number. And then if we did, where, how far were we off in certain areas? Where, where did we, where were we right? Where were we wrong? And then it helps us game plan for the next year Mm -hmm. so that we're not overbooking you know cuz you know you can get into that issue uh it's not just hey just if the guys available he's he's available to run there's a lot of times that I got guys sitting at the side on the sidelines but they understand the process they know they're not running because if we ran even if we have clients calling in because then we're going to burn all our stuff yeah you know we set up designated roost pawns we set, you know we we rest and rotate things and game plan how to get the most out of the birds without completely harassing the birds, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, to, to burn them off, to get them off the of property. And we always talk about we like to lease regions or areas where we control the roost and we control where they feed within a reason because I'm a control, like, OCD, I hate it. I used to hate when we would go hunting. I, damn kid blew the roost. I'm like, what do you mean the kid, some kid, random person blew the roost? Oh, well, they don't roost on us. I'm like, no, we got to going roost on us. And then that way, no one blows the roost. And then it's, you know, the only thing they can do it is if they decide to go a different way or Mother Nature or whatever, and it still happens, but, like, it's just one of those, you know, um, you know, it's a, We're always looking for more dirt. I say more dirt. We're looking for always looking for the right dirt. You know, Um, and it's you know we'll we'll still grow some on the waterfowl side, but it's not at least here like this base base city, Matagorda County area. We're not gonna. I don't see us making or or growing. Double fold of what we've done in the last, let's say, three to five years. Yeah. You know, um, you're being realistic with it. Being, yeah, it, it's not going to double down. Da- we're, not, we're not doubling the what we're doing today, you know, on the waterfowl side. Yeah. Uh, unless something dramatic changes. Yeah. Um, you know, is there something else that could come down the pipeline somewhere else? I mean, yeah, we're always open to different ideas. Yeah. Uh, you know because at the end of the day all of our all of our guides i mean they're they're hunters you know they're they always want to go do different things try different things you know and enjoy that and so if we can incorporate that with something that we are that we offer then that's just a you know a win-win yeah
1: there's we always try to reflect back on takeaways from conversations and just in listening to this and and considering the success you guys have had at this point there's like three things that majorly jump out at me that kind of quantifies so to speak the success you you guys have had that i think people could relate to and there's because there's obviously people are always looking at how we talk about this all the time because majority of the world does not love what they do for a living it's a fact if they could do something different they love they would and so there's three things that jump out to me one of them immediately is passion how this thing kicked off with you guys and you can apply that to whether it's hunting or croquet whatever you do you <laughs> love I'm just throwing out total opposite spectrum but whatever you love is the other thing is attention to detail which yeah. is, is your stream you guys are obviously very attention to detail and then the work ethic side of it those three things combined just jumping out in my mind based on this conversation has helped lead and kind of pave the way to where you guys are and it's phenomenal man I'm, okay. I'm not going to lie I've been a lot of places <laughs> and um it's phenomenal dude thank like, you thank very legit. you and um i, I don't know man just, i'm just throwing this out there if you're looking for a place to go and this ain't no advertisement this is real real talk real jay heath talker right here, cody the prussian man
3: i i know what you're gonna say i'd agree with you
1: i'm already man. trying to book a trip <laughs> we're still here. I can't book a gator trip because they're booked out till like 2025 or something. <laughs> Maybe not that far.
2: Hey, but when we get them Gator Hall cunts going, though. Yeah, if you get a Gator, gator Hall, Hall.
1: <laughs> Yeah, there'll be or some a like Hall
2: Gator, whatever I called it last <laughs> night on my... Take seven hundred and twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I on the film side, I, I can't
1: wait to get this film out,
2: man. It's gonna be nice. I think I people are gonna, gonna enjoy
1: be... kind of seeing seeing your story and and uh. I go, I go back to that that common denominator of hunting so many times, and again, this is not in every situation, but so many times I find that that common bond and common denominator of hunting, when you get in in the circle. We call it the circle, you know. The the circle of of people like us, and a lot of our listeners are in that circle. But it's just people you want to be in camp with. Yeah, you know, whether it's a lodge or a tent, you just want to be in camp with them because you know you can control the the good time at least. Oh yeah,
2: hunting's gonna fall where it's gonna fall. That's just hunting, and um, that that definitely happens here. It's crazy it seems, and I don't know. Nick can say it's more. It seems like the groups that come into the most relaxed ends up having the best time. Yeah. Oh, for sure.
1: Yeah. I have. Heard, this is just Heath talking. I have no expectations when I go places, and and you'll hear a lot of good and bad when you go places. But I just I just throw them out the window because I know I'm kind of like you on this. I can control what I can control, yeah. and if I'm a realist when it comes to hunting. Obviously, some people may may not be, but you can't control that every time. No, I'm not going to say you're going to come down here and not do something well, whether it's fishing or hunting. But it could happen. It's Realistic, it could happen. That's hunting, but. You're going to have a good time. There's no doubt about it. What's so, so we've got, we've got through most of this. What I know you can't speak like indefinitely what's coming, but I'm assuming you're just going to keep on rocking and rolling. The future is good.
2: Yeah. I mean, we're going to, we're not slowing down. You're not pumping the brakes on on this operation. No, no. It's going to continue. We're going to continue to refine it. um, Whether that's grow or just get, try to refine and get better get at what better, we're currently right? doing yeah. Uh, you know work on that uh, but we're not I mean I. I've you know I'm going to butcher this but they always say if you're if you're not moving forward you're falling behind Yeah. and that's you know it, w- what that exactly is I don't know yet Yeah. but, you that's, know, the mentality. but that's the mentality is we're always going to be we're going to be striving to get better whether it's growing I don't want to say it's going to be getting bigger and bigger and bigger I, I don't know yeah. you know but I want to get I want to continue to refine, or and I think Nick thinks the same way. We want to just continue to hone in and get get you know just fine tune it even more and more and more because every I mean, there's always something that can be improved on. Yeah, you know, if you're sitting still, you're like you said, if you're sitting still, you're falling behind. And um, I, I don't know. It's also crazy too because I mean, five years ago we didn't have a lodge. Yeah. Six years ago, it wasn't even really hadn't even gone to the engineer yet to draw it yeah you know and now it's where it is and it's like dang where are we going to be in five more years i don't you know. know you know we're going to be somewhere yeah what well, what would you tell
1: somebody because i promise you there's people listening that are like man what if you know whatever their their dream or their passion is what do you tell somebody from your perspective because you're living this thing what would you tell somebody that's sitting there thinking, "Man, I don't. There's no way this could work." Whatever it is,
2: I mean, you're going to miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. Amen to that. So yeah. I'm not saying just start shooting, but <laughs> you <some>. know, uh, <laughs> that kind of sounds like a hunt today. Uh, but <laughs> it, you know, if it's something that it's kind of the same way. Like, you know, if you did everything you could to control it. Uh, when you look back at, you know, you know, when my guys scouting, you know, covering ground, doing this, doing that, you know, checking the hide, double checking the hide, all those things, you know, if you if you run on the scenarios and, you know, at the end of the day, the only variable you can't actually put a price tag on is is your work ethic, then that's going to fall on you. You know, whether you got what it takes to, you know, push through because it wasn't all this right you know there was hard times too um and so that it's not going to be just a flat easy road no matter what what road you take uh the successful ones never they're never all just straight and, and, and flat um and you you're going to find out too who your real friends are in those times uh, and that's and what, you are, and who you are yeah. and, and that's going to it's going to build character and it's going to make the people that are there at the end that is your team is going to be even stronger. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, like I said, I mean, we've joked around about it, but like Nick said, some of our best ideas and biggest growing points came from a knockdown drag out. You know, argument yeah. that you know looking back on it's like hey i'm glad we had that one yeah this wouldn't happen if we didn't you know um and and some of our best ideas came out of adversity yeah, yeah. you know sure. um you because your back was against the wall it's like okay well now what are you gonna do you're bucked and you're you know you're pushed into a corner and well, what, how are you gonna come out of this one yeah i'm that i'm
1: that i'm the guy that i don't want to end up one day and my bed or nursing home or whatever. <laughs> Could happen. I'm planning on it, but it's a possibility. But I don't wanna ever be the guy that had that what if in my mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if if we've had a lot of Cody and I have had a lot of conversations and Matt and some of our team have had a lot of these conversations lately. We I don't wanna be the what if, you know. Yeah, if, if I feel like it is a realistic possibility, I've got a game plan. I've got I got a passion, I've got a game plan, a work ethic to put all that in place and see what happens. Then you don't know. It's like you said, you don't know until you try. Yeah, it, it's like mm-hmm. it's like a Bird flew up the day and Rush is like, you got three shells, <laughs> shot it. once. You know, might have hit him if I shot two more times. You just don't know without, yeah. unless you take the shot. No, you and go for it. Yeah, you you have to. Now there's some calculated, some calculated
2: risk, Definitely. and that, you you gotta do that. Otherwise, you're just aimlessly shooting. Yeah, uh, and I would not advise that. But uh, <laughs> but I mean, you look at any of the, you know people that everybody knows that have been you know huge success stories. They all somebody told them they were completely crazy and don't do exactly. it yeah you know um, and so there, there's never with anybody's dream or, or anything like that there's no if it was a straight formula or an equation that anybody could just go get then everybody would be doing it everybody right? would do it yeah. you know and you've got to put your own personal twist or flair or whatever word you want to put on it to that separates you that makes it unique uh, to do it. I mean, because yeah. there's a lot of successful hunting and fishing lodges. Oh, yeah. We're not the only one. Yeah. You know, and everybody has their own unique twist or niche that they are good at. Yeah. Um, you know, so
1: it, you know. It comes back to that passion, though. One of my partners, Brandon, who's on the podcast regularly, he's been missing a few here lately. But anyway, he said one time, you know, when it's your passion, you can't quit on it. Because if you quit on it, you're quitting your passion, you know? Oh, yeah. To me, coming back to that, at the end of the day, this is, we know what we do. We love hunting. It's not our our bread and butter as far as that's how we exactly make our living. It's a piece of the puzzle. But it's our passion, man. We love helping brands and helping companies and doing marketing and doing creative content. That's just what we love. Like, it's not, we ain't work today. Like, we ain't work the whole time we've been down here. This is what we do. <laughs> we freaking love it, you know? And so... We can't quit on it because we're not quitting our passion. It's not. It's a. It's it's a non negotiable for us, yeah. and so whatever's got to be done to do that is what we're going to do. And I feel like you guys are in the same place. Yeah. This is what you do. You know, it's who you are, and there's a lot to be commended for that, man. Mm-hmm. You guys do a great job, and I'm excited just personally to see where this thing goes. It's like you said, five years ago. Yeah. Where's this going to be in five years, Daniel? I
2: don't know.
1: we <laughs> <laughs> wait and see. We'll wait and see. <laughs> Stay tuned. It's going to be good. Yeah, I know it's going to. Yeah. Cody, the producer, man, we got to hunt in the morning.
3: We got to get up early. Mm-hmm. And What time do we have to get up?
0: Uh, About three tomorrow. Oh, he's he's
2: joking. (laughs) I sure hope so.
0: (laughs) You
1: hope so.
3: I hope we have to get. Oh, you hope he's joking. Uh Yeah,
0: but you would.
1: I'd get up at three. We got up at three to come down here. What do you mean? We did. I'm leaving at four forty five. When y'all? We're leaving here at five fifty. Okay. So I got to get up about four forty five.
3: You need an hour to. Brush that beard out,
1: man. You know, I got caught. He does have a golden brush for his beard, Rusty. Fathead. Do you need to call him from the end of the table? No, I, good. I mean, you can if you want to. You okay, Rusty. <laughs> we, we have a couple people at the end of that. We have a live audience tonight, by the way, <laughs> too. Matt and Rusty, Rusty and Matt. Matt's been editing the whole time, editing photos, doing a great job. You did get some killer photos today, by the way. Or you edited some of the ones I took, something like that. <laughs> Group, effort. Group effort. We are a team. We are a team. Well, fellas, it's been a joy, man, to have you guys on the podcast, and um, I've got a feeling this won't be the last one. I don't think it will be. Even if it's five years later, we're gonna come back and see where you're at. And it won't be that long. I'm guessing it won't be that long. But I hope not. Um, it's been a joy to have you guys on the show. I hope you guys have enjoyed uh, this edition of the Tour 12 Podcast, where we are living our passion, Cody. Yes. Business leadership and life. in life. Every area. 12 months of it. It's a new year. 2020. 2020. We were headed somewhere. That's right. It's been a crazy last few weeks. Dude, it really has. I'm trying to shut this down, but I just, it just hit me. I mean, it's like four of the last five weeks have been stupid. Yeah, you've been on the road. Yeah. My wife's and like, I got to get home. <laughs> yeah. When I send these pictures of fishing and birding and all the stuff, what she's like, really you're working mm-hmm. well yeah we're working we're living our passion baby <laughs> no it has been awesome it is true though we've been having a blast man and this is just an extension of that what you guys have provided this week literally first class five star and uh, I'm looking forward to it in the morning it's going to be good it's going to be a good time looking forward to the film coming out and uh I think i got some good shots. Well, I hope y'all got some good shots. I oh, think y'all did. We got some great commentary, if nothing else. Oof. Oof. love, love it, <laughs> oof. If we could ever post. If, if we were going to do marketing for you, the best thing we could do is probably post your outtakes.
2: People are going to be like, I got to come yeah, Everybody this, would watch. Yeah, everybody would uh, go viral. There's no doubt. Viral, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> and everybody's like, what are they talking about? You will never know. But no, nah, I'm just kidding. Hey, this has been a good show. And we're gonna wrap this thing up, so we do gotta get laid down and get cranked up in the morning. So, Cody, we good? We're gonna wrap it up. We're good. All right, man. Until next time. Peace out. God bless. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Listen, if you're enjoying what you're hearing here on the podcast, do us a favor, a huge favor, go online, go to iTunes, jump on your podcast app and give us a review. This is why it's important all throughout the year. This year, we're going to be giving away products, hats, t-shirts, things from our sponsors. And the only way you can be registered to win those products is by going in and giving us a review. We'll be giving those out on a monthly basis and we want you to be involved in What's going on with free stuff? We know everybody likes free stuff. I'll be honest, we enjoy free stuff and we want to share part of that with our listeners. Listen, guys, we can't tell you how much we appreciate you listening to the content we're putting out. You're not only a part of the tour, you're a part of the family, and we're building a tribe that's willing to go where only few dream about living our passion. I am Jay Heath Graham, and I thank you for being a part of the Tour 12 podcast.